Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, January 25th, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the Rogue One on a Widow Wednesday, Gary Widow. You're coming in hot there. I had to immediately uh, adjust my my headphone volume because you came in. I was, I, either I was too loud or you were. Maybe a bit of both, but I've adjusted. I mean, it's probably a bit of both, Gary. It's probably what happened to your, your eye? You got a bloodshot eye. Yeah, yeah, you know, I have this uh, reoccurring uh, blowout eye thing. It's not even bloodshot. I blow blood vessels in my eyes. Oh, like it just happens? You. Yeah. Oh, I don't like it. No, yeah, no, no, no. no. I don't need Trust me, shot. I don't like it either. It's uh, something that's happened to me if a if, if long time. Con- Actually, you know what, too? Help me out because I'm trying to put together. <laughs> everyone watching live and everyone watching later, help me out. I'm going to the eye doctor today, and I'm sure it will be the first of many visits for this problem again. Uh, how many times has this happened to me? Because I have on my own record four occurrences that i have photos of the first beginning when it, the first time it ever happened was with destiny 2 i remember i played too much destiny 2 blew out my eye blew, blew the blood because ve- it's not bloodshot it's i popped a blood vessel in my right, eye right 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 and so it's eye strain i remember there was the there was destiny 2 there was right before ea play 2020 then this one you probably wouldn't have known about because it was when i was off with the baby i got new glasses from warby parker they popped my eyes then i went to the eye doctor and got these glasses to get them fixed and then this popped here so that's four i can think of which is not a good amount. Wow. Are you sure it's not snakes coming at night? You know what? It could be snakes coming to get me at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, we. I believe it's eye strain. I'm going back to the eye doctor today, but I and I have comprehensive uh, notes here. We'll figure out what's going on. But it's uh, it's quite annoying, Gary. It's quite annoying. Because like, I'm yeah. not. It's not. Does it actually I, affect your vision, or is it uncomfortable, or is it just a cosmetic thing? Um, usually they're just cosmetic. This one's been messing with my vision a bit more than I would like. So that's oh. one of the reasons we're off to the doctor to see what. The yeah, hell seriously, get that looked at. Yeah, well, because the other three, though, keep in mind, maybe not. Yeah, no, the other three have all gone to doctors, too, where they tell you, oh, well, you blew a blood vessel in your eye. It happens all the time. No big deal. And I agree. And I remember this girl in high school did it when she puked too hard. Like, I understand. Like, I understand that these things happen. Like, and I sneeze really hard. Once I with EA playtime, I pop my eye doing that. But something's going on here. I don't know what's going on. Danny Blanco in the chat asks, is it from pushing Pete? It could be from pushing P. Wow, that's a that's a hot off the presses. P.S. I love you, XOXO reference right now. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll figure out what's going on, but yeah, it's it's mainly fine. It's just annoying, Gary. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can like, imagine absolutely. And it's also and I'm looking at screens all day long. My job is to look at screens all day long. I'm trying yeah. to review freaking Dying Light too right now. I don't need to be worried about it. Am I looking at the screen too long? Annoying, Gary. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. You know, keep busy. Got a lot, of, a lot of things on the boil. I got about like three different deadlines right now that I'm juggling. But you know, rather, you know, better than the alternative. Better than sure. Not and on top of that, you just launched an extremely popular free word game. Yeah, we're doing quite well. But remember when I was on the show with you last week? I don't think it, it, it even launched yet. I think it was you announced it here. We had the exclusive last week. I think I was like, oh, uh, yeah, we're going to launch it, and now we are launched. And um, hold on, let me just. Uh, here we go. Loodles being played check right my, now. Check my check my. No, I'm going to check my analytics. My Google okay. Analytics. Well, Barrett's we playing right now in front of you. Current users: five hundred seventy-two thousand active users. It's not bad. Not bad at all. Not too bad at all there for this. 
I'm proud of you. I'm glad you did this. This is the thing, you know, a long time ago, Gary went on this very show, kind of funny games daily. You said, if you're not making moves, you're standing still. And I've seen you go on every day since then and continue to make moves, whether it's making movies, making comics with me, making games here, making animal talking. You get headlines. Yeah. yeah. Andy the Richard, only thing I'm not Andy doing Richard is making any fucking money. Well, you know, I feel like that comes later. I feel like as you establish yourself as an internet icon. Because you know what else I say, Greg? If you ain't getting paid, you're getting played. Yeah, yeah. You're getting so paid. So right I'm, 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 I'm fulfilling one of my, uh, one of my maxims, but not the other. I'm Have you moves, talked to the guy who made Wordle yet? Moves. No, I, I doubt he even knows we exist. Oh, I bet that's not true. I bet he knows. No, I, I mean he hasn't reached out to me, and you know we're doing we're doing our own thing. We're in our well, little. I don't mean anything like reaching out. Like he's going to say, "Hey, different back corners, the back, of, different corners of the of the of the universe." Eh, there's a, plus, there's a lot of knockoffs, you know, out there. I don't know why you're he, the best you know. one, though. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, we're probably you're the best. Andy one. We're certainly the one that's gotten you? the most attention, other yeah. than the guy the other week that tried to do the the monetized yeah, app and, and got slammed for it. Yeah. So, because it's that thing, Andy Richter talk, tweeted about you, and then some British guy and, everybody cares about. Andy Richter, uh, Angela White, who I'm told is uh, quite well known in certain circles. Not here. Yeah, you can keep you keep feigning oh, ignorance no. all you want, Greg. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, for real, I don't know uh, who's Angela White. I don't know who that is. Uh, she's a very famous uh, adult film. Uh, oh, performer. Okay. I was um, making fun of the guy, the 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 uh, the narrator guy, Stephen Fry. Stephen Fry. That that Stephen was the Fry reference I, I, I should guy? know. That's how you're going to reference Stephen Little Fry? Little Big Planet. Little Big Planet. From Little Big Planet, yeah, because that's what he's known for. That's um, what he's known for, Greg? <laughs> I'm not sad. British, Barrett. I don't know what he's I'm narrating over British. there. A Cadbury and commercial. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, and Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. That was another good one. Oh, did he? I didn't see Triumph. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's really good. That's really yeah. good. Liked him a lot. So yeah, we're doing, we're doing good. We're doing. You know, it remains to be seen where the ceiling is. I think at some. I think we're going to top out at some. It, it's got a. You know, the, the explosive growth that we've seen over the past few days. It, it's not. I don't believe it's sustainable. It'll. It'll of cap not. out. The thing was never built to last anyway. It was meant to be just kind of like a quick joke and then move on to the next thing. But we'll see what happens. All right. Well, let's see what's happening in the world of video games. We're going to talk about Respawn being all in on Star Wars, PlayStation backwards compatibility being closer than ever, and what video game movie is the rock teasing we'll talk about all this and more because this is kind of funny games daily each and every weekday on a variety of platforms we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about if you like that be part of the show over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games on patreon.com slash kind of funny games you can write in to be part of the show you can get the show ad free you can get it with the exclusive post show we do each and every weekday however if you have no bucks to toss our way it's no big deal there are multiple free ways to support the show number one you could use the creator code kind of funny on the epic game store you might say i don't use the epic game store well do you play fortnite well do you play rocket league you can use the creator code kind of funny there too to earn us a couple bucks on all your transactions if that wasn't enough you can watch us record kind of funny games daily live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games just like many faced steph is one last word is an unsug spartan r if you're watching live you have a special job go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday
housekeeping for you. There's a new PS I Love You XOXO up. It is all about how PlayStation should or shouldn't respond to Xbox's purchase of Activision Blizzard. You can get it right now. YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. Roosterteeth.com podcast services around the globe. Me, Blessing, and Janet chatting it up alongside Barrett Courtney, CEO Jr. Uh, If that wasn't enough, uh, if you didn't know, Kind of Funny Games is on TikTok. You can go to TikTok.com slash at Kind of Funny Games. It is fucking fire lately. They've been doing such a great job. This is Roger's initiative. Hired a bunch of editors. Got a whole bunch of people doing stuff. The Mewtwo one they put up today is excellent. Of course, it's me, but it's just, I, you know, there's no, uh, I learned from Kevin Smith that you can be a fan of yourself and be the biggest fan of yourself. So I'm, there's no bigger Greg Miller fan than Greg Miller. So I just, I, I crack up looking at myself. I'm just saying 200 myself. followers away from saving Roger's toes. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, if we don't get to 10,000 followers, we get to eat Roger's toes. We'll each have one. If that was enough, remember to play Loodle. Gary's a Wordle game. You can get it on uh, your web browser by searching Loodle game. You'll get yep. it that way. Yep. And then thank you to our Patreon producers, James Davis, a.k.a. at James Davis Makes, Blackjack, and Pranksky. Uh, today we're brought to you by Purple Mattress and Babble, but I'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Five items on the Roper Report. Baker's dozen. Number one, out of the blue, EA is talking about Star Wars and the moves they're making over there. We will read from the official release where I've cut out all the bullshit quotes that don't say anything. (laughs) Electronic Arts Incorporated and Lucasfilm Games are joining forces to continue delivering all new world-class gaming experiences set within the beloved Star Wars galaxy. Respawn Entertainment, best known for their work on Apex Legends, Titanfall, and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, is leading the development and production of these new projects. Vince Sampella, group GM and founder of Respawn, will oversee this new phase of EA's relationship with Lucasfilm, building on Respawn's award-winning history in game development and expertise in telling I'm sorry, telling compelling Star Wars stories. Game director Stig Asmussen uh, and his team at the studio are already working on the next game in the action-adventure Star Wars Jedi series and are joined by two new teams working to deliver additional unique Star Wars gameplay experiences across multiple genres. Leading the development of Respawn's all-new Star Wars first-person shooter game is Pete Heishman, game director at Respawn, who has a long and accomplished history with the Star Wars franchise. The third title is a Star Wars strategy game developed through a production collaboration with the newly formed studio Bit Reactor. Uh, Respawn will produce the new Star Wars strategy game while Bit Reactor leads on the development of the title. Work has already begun on all three of these projects, and Respawn is looking for talent to join the teams. Additional information can be found uh, you know, in Respawn Careers. That's the news that broke uh, this morning. Gary Witta. Jeffy Grub Grub, of course, from Games Beat, uh, then put out this tweet. Uh, today's announcement was a fun way of saying they are not going to do Battlefront 3, which is a fun chuckle and, of course, a wrinkle of, yeah, wait a second, DICE was involved with all of this, too. Before we tackle any of that, Gary, Respawn, three different games here for Star Wars. How do you feel? Yeah, good news for uh, Star Wars gaming fans, right? This yeah. is all good stuff. Respawn, obviously, uh, were very, very successful with uh, Fallen Order, you know, huge uh, creative and commercial success. I don't think it's a surprise to anyone that, there's i think we all knew that there was a sequel in development that now you know today just come kind of the official uh confirmation and two other games as well which i think are quite interesting a first person game we haven't seen that since the great old days of you know dark forces and the jedi knight games in the 90s right i mean we love those well no Um, i mean this is a first person shooter so battlefront was first person shooter so well yeah i i mean i guess i'm i'm thinking more like strictly kind of narrative sure 
folk. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I, I'm my, my, like my, like old ass, you know, <laughs> PC gamer in the '90s guy went straight by. When you say first person shooter, I, I don't you. think, I don't think Battlefront, you know, where there wasn't even a narrative, and then Battlefront two, they kind of bolted one on. Uh, but it was still obviously meant to be a, a, a multiplayer game. I go for me when you say first person shooter, my brain goes straight to Dark Forces. It goes straight to Jedi Knight, Jedi Knight Two, Jedi Academy. Sure, uh, those those were the those were the those were the great ones. Um, so uh, yeah, I was keeping myself honest then, before the year wrongs the, even get there. There is a conversation, wasn't it? Third person, you could swap between first and third in battle. And then the third one being, you know, a potentially interesting strategy game from the teams uh, i guess they they some of the developers that worked on xcom so maybe there's a a sense of like what you might be looking at there yep. maybe something kind of turn-based tactical squad combat whatever that could be really interesting yeah it's you know good times for star wars gamers hopefully ea will you know it looks like ea is determined to kind of wring the last you know a little bit a bit of value out of their 10-year deal which i think is up um next i think their deal is up next year 2023 i think their 10-year deal expires so they're trying to get as much out of this as they can who knows if if lucasfilm or disney will be inclined to re-up their deal with with ea it's been you know kind of a mixed bag at best we all remember the embarrassment of battlefront 2 but the fact that these are all coming from respawn or at least respawn affiliated companies the, the strategy game is going to a different developer but respawn is producing um is really encouraging respawn is kind of yet still yet one of the developers is still yet to kind of put a foot wrong right like everything that respawn does whether it be yeah. Apex Legends or Titanfall or Fallen Order. I mean, it's all really good stuff. Um, I actually need to try and get a job on one of these games. I need to finish my Star Wars EGOT. Video games is like the one thing I haven't done yet. So I got to see if I can get standing in out, right? You've yeah, done yeah, yeah. what you've done, obviously, a movie, which is the time thing. Weird, you've done I'm a comic. At, like, you've done a book. My weird, my weird humble brag was not even humble, but my weird brag is that I'm the only writer uh, who has written Star Wars for books, television, films, and comics. And then the one box that I haven't checked is actually the one that you think I would have by now uh, is video games. I actually was supposed to work on one of the video games that has already come and got, has already been out there for a while, uh, but the scheduling didn't work out. So I got to, I got to try to get in on one of these, one of these next what ones. I want to do a was game. It? What was it going to be? I can't say that. Why not? You didn't get it. Who cares? You know, it's just professional courtesy. Just say it. Greg, I mean, right stop. now you're stumping for a job, right? Stop, Greg. Hold on. Right now, I'm trying to. I'm trying to do something else. I'm trying to do something. Else. I'm trying to get Gary a job here. All right. We're gonna start. We're gonna get a campaign going, Gary. We're oh, gonna get. No, you. no. See that, that that ends up being counterproductive. Then but it looks like you you're trying to. Out the trees, out of the station. Yeah, Shoot, yeah, we're getting yeah, Gary yeah, a job. Yeah. This man's been working for free, ladies and gentlemen. And think of it this way: as you play Loodle, as you steal the pennies out of Gary with his pockets. All right. As you steal, he just had a child last year. All right. And you're over there playing the Loodles. You're over there taking all the money from Gary right there. You know what I mean? It's you know they're so poor over there right now. His newborn has to eat his wife's breast milk. You know what I mean? He can't even afford a meal for this kid. It's hard like times. It's it. You know I see. I didn't make a penny on animal talking. Didn't make a penny on Loodle. You know. I need to. I need to. I need to start prioritizing. I barely make any money doing this. You know. I got to start prioritizing. I got to get more mercenary. I got to start getting more like you know pay me monetize monetization. And maybe I, I should get into NFTs. What do you think about that? Ooh, no, oh. Gary. No, Gary. No, 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 Gary. No, we take it back. You're doing fine. <laughs> Next storms are coming fine. Whoa, let's not get crazy get here. some crypto let's plays. Let's not get crazy, Gary. All right? That's when you're like, you know what? I, I'm ready to salt the fucking earth. Make the quick buck and be gone. That's when you hit that button. That's no, I hear, they're, I hear they're very popular. 
No, no, Gary, you've heard it's the opposite. No, oh, really? It's the, oh, opposite. It's the opposite. Okay. Oh, all right. they're career plays. Don't touch you were, them. I heard that if you announce that you're working on NFTs, everyone immediately goes, oh, that's cool. Like, no, no, no. You heard no? wrong. Okay. That's bad information. That's bad oh, okay. information. Right. Someone's giving you that bad information. All right. Will Smith. Sounds like something Will Smith would say to you. That's not like, oh, that's bad. Don't do that. That's <laughs> um, Yeah, this is, uh, you know, uh, Boss Baby, a.k.a. CEO Junior. You're one of the, probably the biggest Star Wars fan I know. How are you feeling about this? Respawn, of course. We love to fall in order. How are you feeling about them getting three games here? Uh, yeah, when it when it first broke, I thought this was just like a weird reconfirmation that they were working on a Jedi Fallen Order sequel. And I was like, I yeah. thought we knew that. And then, yeah, of course, reading in and seeing that they're working on another game and, you know, helping out and producing another. Um, I'm excited. You know, I, I think what they did with Jedi Fallen Order, they really show... They really showed off, like, they understand what Star Wars should be to its core uh, when it comes to storytelling and a hero's journey and uh, et cetera, et cetera, so on and so forth. Um, so I'm excited to see what they they have to do, uh, of course, with uh, the, the Jedi series I'm looking forward to the most uh, to continue, like, Cal's story and, and see of where course, he yeah. goes uh, with the crew after the first game. And then, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see where this uh, this FPS, like, lands. Uh, if this some- is something that, you know, is... If we get something like a Titanfall 2, like, super dope first-person shooter <coughs> campaign. campaign. Yeah. Or if it's, you know, if it's, you know, a little more multiplayer-focused. I'm, I'm interested to see what they end up doing with that. My but- thought... I'm sorry if I can chime in. My yeah. thought there would be that it's not going to be uh, – there will probably be a multiplayer mode because it's a first-person shooter, but I yeah. think you're going to get a campaign because I think the fact that you don't call it response all-new Star Wars multiplayer shooter. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know first-person shooter can be a multiplayer shooter, but I feel like that's cart before the horse if you didn't say that. I think yeah. the fact they're saying first-person shooter game makes me immediately think of a Doom, makes me think of mm-hmm. uh, any of the other games that we've talked – a Titanfall 2 campaign of what you're going through. Yeah. And I would love to, like, to see them expand on, like, honestly, like the idea that Battlefront 2 had, you know? Like, you're an elite stormtrooper. Like, just I think that's such a cool, interesting idea for, like, the premise of a video game. I would love to see if they, they could do something similar to that. Um, and, yeah, as far as, like, their – uh, contract goes, yeah, it's up next year, and we already know that you know they're they're not going to renew that um, the uh, the exclusivity <laughs> deal with them because you know there's already so many other pro- like uh, developers that are working on Star Wars games. Uh, you know, Ubisoft, I think. Is yeah, that got weird, on, right? Where it was yeah. like, I, I don't know if they've confirmed they won't do the exclusivity thing, but it is the fact that yeah, you have seen that start breaking down where other yeah. developers. Betw- like I mean, between that, that, you know, it's funny how just over the years, Star Wars has really been feast or famine. You know, there was the, mm. obviously the original movies and then mm. nothing for a long time and through the late 80s and the early 90s, all we really had like the video games and books and comics got us through. And then obviously the prequels came uh, and there was a bunch of you know video games and associated stuff with that, and then it kind of went quiet again. And then Disney came in, and now there's more Star Wars being pumped into the channel uh, than than ever. You know, obviously they kind of press pause on the movies for a little bit, but there's all these TV shows, uh, more TV shows coming, and really like tons and tons of video games. You think about all these respawn titles, plus the big Ubisoft one you just mentioned, plus the Quantic Dream one, plus the Kotor remaster. Woo! It's like you know more Star Wars games coming than ever. It's just a lot of stuff. Now. Where would you go, Barrett, with, out of all the things Gary just listed, what is your most anticipated Star Wars game? Of the things that we know? Yeah. Any, uh, any of the rumored ones, too, I guess, if you want. The Jedi Fallen Order sequel, 
for sure. hundred percent. That's the right answer. Uh, yeah. I can't wait for that. I, I, I remember that's Jeffy Grubb said earlier this year, or late last year, I forget that uh, that game's closer than we think it is, and that we'd yeah. see. Or I, I mean, they, we'd they see it before been, E3. Before that's E3 the that's the one where if you said to me like right now, we can show you a lot more of it. I'd want to I'd want to want to see the least because because I feel like. I can I can guess at least like what that's roughly going to look. That's why I'm excited. Like, about yeah, it. I, I love like, the first, first one so much. I feel like you take the advice. Game, of that. That's yeah. like I don't know any like show me like I know. Oh, yeah, nothing, I'd be so. more interested to see like you know trailers for other games, but like I'm more excited overall for you know the 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 sequel to to Cal and Co's story, right? right? And right. yeah, I'm Reason excited to game. see like what Im- like gameplay design improvements that they they make and stuff like that. You know, one of the readable know, map, f- yeah, a readable map. Uh, you know, a, an easier way to maybe get like a hundred percent map trophy, stuff like that. Uh, and so yeah, that's what I'm I'm most excited for. And you know, I, I I talked about this when I did my whole like Star Wars current canon lore like like rewatch of like everything from video games, movies, TV shows, comics, books, uh, like a year or two ago like jedi fallen order is in the the top three of all things uh just oh, pure yeah. story wise I, I think it's incredible so yeah gary for you where's the shake out and i and i i would because right behind it for me right i'm right there with you fallen order too that's what i want i want but right behind it would be the kotor remake uh gary what about you where are you probably probably for me also the kotor remake just because i have so many fun memories nostalgic memories that was probably the game i played most on the original xbox i remember being up until like two three o'clock in the morning playing it and just being that was like really my first introduction to like the world of bioware and the kind of games they are capable of making and it was my you know my gateway drug into you know mass effect that would come later and yeah it's even though that in itself again is also that one's also again kind of a known quantity because it's a remake but like it's also really unknown in terms of well what are they going to change is it going to be exactly you know like the whole game is predicated on this massive twist right so do they keep that knowing that you know everyone that's going in and replaying it kind of already knows what that is or do they change that up i mean you say that but like do you think people do necessarily i mean like granted i know it's so hard to avoid spoilers when you're getting closer and closer and closer to it but i feel like there's so many games we've seen come out recently uh that are remakes or remasters or something that you like like how many people knew the story of mass effect and granted i guess mass effects are harder no you're right to put into it at one point but i still feel like you get there it's it's just this you know the whole like promise of remasters like you loved this game but it hasn't aged well. Here's what it would look like if we made it today with everything we've learned between now and then. Like, here's the sure. ultimate kind of dream version of it. That's exciting. Like, that's exciting. I want to see it. And maybe, the, you know, I wonder how much though they will change too. Because I mean, it's a, you know, it's a remake. You can go in there and te- tease a few things. Uh, in the live chat, Raj Forma went through and said he's never played KOTOR and doesn't know the twist. So I... Oh, yeah. So even, even saying that there's a twist is actually I just sent it to him on Slack. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've, never, I've never finished it, but I, I do know the, the twists. He just laughed at my spoiler, so everything's fine for him. <laughs> uh, the question this does leave, though, uh, let's ju- now go to uh, Jeffy Grub Grub again, who said today's announcement is a fun way of saying they aren't going to make a Battlefront 3. Uh, Ryan T. from Tennessee writes into patreon.com slash games just like you can. And I thought it was interesting that Ryan T. from Tennessee misspelled Tennessee. Interesting. Uh, Ryan T. from Tennessee with one E says, hey, Greg and Gary. With the announcement that Respawn is developing a new Star Wars first-person shooter and leading a third-party developer on a Star Wars strategy game, what do you think this means for DICE and EA's future? Has DICE lost the lead studio role, or do you think they're in deeper trouble than this? For me, it's hard to ignore that fewer EA games are using slash advertising Frostbite. DICE is overseeing fewer titles, and now the major responsibility of Star Wars has been handed over. Long question already, but do you think there's anything EA 
I'm assuming can do so that respawn doesn't repeat some of the same mistakes they seemingly as they seemingly take the reins. Thanks, Ryan T from Tenta C. Um it's a great question, Ryan. Uh, I think the writing's been on the wall for a while for Dice, though, in terms of a fall from grace and not being in it, maybe not even a fall from grace, but not being in the best of uh, company, not being the star student anymore. Frostbite, we've heard for years, is incredibly hard to work on. They tried to do it forever, and you've seen more and more games pe- peel off and not have to do that. Uh, when you go into like what's been happening, remember, of course, Vincent Zampella, of course, we're talking about from Respawn, right? He recently got added to the Dice portfolio. That inc- and I'm reading from Cat Bailey IGN. Recently got added to Dice to who recently added dice to a portfolio that already includes respawn and ripple effect studios. Like there's already been a shakeup with what dice is and what that is going forward. And I would think taking the, your foot off the gas as you juggle that studio and see what they want to work on, where they should go, who's sticking around and also figuring out where things did go wrong, right? Like the battlefront games got to a good spot, but obviously we're tied up in being the poster child for why loot boxes shouldn't be in games and why pay to win shouldn't be in a game and watching EA make transgressions, right? Like they atoned for that and they got that game to a good place. And obviously there were some good re-reviews, including David's from IGN. Uh, but I think now you have to let them chill out or recenter themselves and get back to what they want to do, let alone whatever Vince is doing now at the top. And I think, again, this just speaks to this move today of three games that respawn just fe- speaks to, Hey, we really trust Respawn, and we really trust uh, Vince Sampella. Gary, does that sound like the right read to you? Yeah, I mean, the whole history of the the, the Star Wars Battlefront games uh, under this you know, under the Disney era, I think you know it's been a real roller coaster, right? The first game, I think, what happened was when Disney and EA first made that deal, they were a little bit EA were immediately a little bit behind the eight ball, and they were expected to put a game, out, <coughs> excuse me, expected to put a game out to coincide with you know the you know, Force Awakens, and so they had to rush. And they were like, well, let's, what can we do quickly? Well, we know how to make Battlefront games. Let's just like slap Star Wars on that. So they did that. They didn't have time to put out a narrative campaign, which I thought was a huge mistake. I think when you put out the first game as part of a 10-year deal, you know, licensed off of a franchise that is all about storytelling, all about narrative, heavily, you know, steeped in the power of myth. And then you shit out a game that doesn't have any story at all, but just dumps you into these context-free, narrative-free play sets and has you running around shooting at each other. I thought that was a very bad look. And then on this, and they got and they got hit for that. The second one, I thought they corrected that quite well. They they put the, you know, what I thought was a pretty good story in there, pretty good narrative campaign. But then they shit the bed with, you know, all the uh, predatory microtransactions. And that ended up being deeply embarrassing. You remember, Greg, when we, you and I used to sit at the desk together, how deeply oh, yeah. embarrassing that was and we would go on all those rants about microtransactions and disney had to get involved and they they had to scramble and fix all of that stuff then they got battlefront 2 by all accounts i never really played it but they got it to a good place and then but that and if you've been following this but just recently it sounds like it's actually kind of gone off the boil again like they did they pushed the last major content uh, content update for it there's no more support or anything it's really just kind of like sitting there um and uh, last i heard the game's actually got a lot of problems uh, players mm-hmm. being able to run running around not being able to damage each other and bugs and stuff that are not being addressed and uh, you know it's 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 a bit of a mess i don't think too many there's obviously a hardcore as there is for 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 every game but i don't think too many people are going to be mourning um the loss of the star wars battlefront franchise and are probably more excited about moving on to bigger and better things with with respawn just what do you got here barry you're bringing something up uh yeah just steam reviews like yeah recent very mix and then all reviews very positive which is crazy to think about when you, you think about the legacy of this recent battlefront too right of like how poorly it launched and then yeah like gary was saying like how 
much they brought it back and was able to retain that like multiplayer base and were the to the point where like a lot of people on my timeline who are big Star Wars nerds were like playing it a lot. Um, and then yeah, with the most recent not to mention stuff. too, like keep in mind like we're talking about the Star Wars section of this and dice. Obviously, Battlefield yeah. Battlefield twenty forty two has happened since then and it's a complete dumpster fire. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was I was doing the Metacritic search just to make sure I had my head screwed on straight. Yeah, all of them are all versions are hovering in the six low sixties, low to mm-hmm. mid sixties, mm-hmm. like terrible for what they wanted that game to be and if, try to come out. If and you make want it Battlefront compete. to stay alive, just port the original games to everywhere, please. I think it's one of those where number one, and I, I know I'm short sighted. This is why I don't make video games. And I'm also, this isn't my franchise star Wars. So, you know, I enjoy it, but number one, I would think with battlefront one and battlefront two, is there a lot of new ground left to tread there to go out there and like make it? Cause you, they've done, they did a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of, cool shit. Hold on one mean, second. Hold on one second. Yeah, I'm sorry. Let you go. There's that thing of like, you know, do they need to retread it? But then also like, what is right now, you know, when Battlefield or Battlefront got announced, it was such a big deal that it was coming back. And I'm not saying they sullied it or ruined the legacy or yada, yada, because everything that from the past that we loved is on a pedestal and you can never really touch it again. Be weird for KOTOR. But now if you let that chill and you bring it back with maybe a respawn eventually with maybe somebody else or maybe a different dice who is like, here's what we learned and why it's going to be different. I think you let uh, let that cook for a few years. People don't have a great taste in their mouth for Battlefront right now. Let's move away. Gary, back to you. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, I think like Dice in general are probably feeling a bit exhausted with all of this. You know, Battlefront 2 again was a real roller coaster. But who knows what's going to happen to the future of Battlefield? 2042 has been a disaster. So I don't know what, what the yeah. future is for kind of Dice and, you know, first person multiplayer shooters. For me, if it was up to me, it may not be like the most commercially attractive choice because all the money's in Warzone and selling guns and, and stickers and decals and stuff. But I would just go back to narrative. That's always been the strength of Star Wars. One idea off the top of my head is like take the fucking bad batch and make a bad company style game with those guys. You know, like yeah, those those sure. two things seemed like they would go to go together I mean, really Paris well. Paris and I have been saying bad batch Republic Commando for Yeah. Year like uh two years at this point, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if Paris says it, it's gotta be true. Sure. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll keep you posted as we continue to see your respawn work on the Star Wars game and find out what happens for DICE next. But for now, let's move on to number two on the Roper Report. Uh, for number two, we go to VGC where Chris Scullion reports all PS4 trophies were briefly wiped and labeled PS3 overnight. An issue with the PlayStation Network caused PlayStation 4 trophies to temporarily disappear overnight with their titles appearing as PS3 games instead. All PlayStation 4 titles were showing as 0% completion with no title shown and only a PS3 logo where the PS4 ones should be. This led to speculation on social media that the issue could be part of an upcoming backwards compatibility update for the PlayStation 5. The incident was also the latest spark the incident was the latest to spark discussion over the possibility of PS3 games appearing on the PS5 at some point in the near future. PlayStation 3 games also started appearing on the PlayStation 5 store last week amidst suggestions that Sony could unveil further backwards compatibility to support the console. When viewing a PS3 game on the PS5 store, the listing should direct the player towards PlayStation Now's version of the game. However, Dead or Alive 5 dis- dis- displayed a price. Other users on social media reported seeing similar listings for PS3's Bejeweled and Prince of Persia games, The Forgotten Sands, and The Two Thrones. The listings appeared following the discovery of a patent filed by PS5 system architect Mark Cerny titled Backwards Compatibility Through the Use of Spoof Clock and Fine Grain Frequency Control. This naturally led many to speculate that Sony has finally developed a solution for older titles that could soon expand PS5's backwards compatibility support, although this has not been confirmed. It also arrives following a Bloomberg report in December, which claimed that an Xbox Game Pass competitor service is being prepared by PlayStation. 
According to documents seen by the publication, the new service is codenamed Spartacus and will combine the current PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now services, phasing out the branding of the latter. It's expected to launch in PS. I'm sorry, launch for PS4 and PS5 this spring, and to be structured across three payment tiers. Gary Witta. Yeah. Is backwards compatibility coming to PlayStation 5? Are we about to play PS3 games on the PlayStation 5? Maybe. I don't really care, though. Do you want to talk about this um, Blizzard story that broke while we were on the air? Blizzard announcing a new there. game? Yeah, yeah. I think it, well, this, I, I fall into the camp of Imran Khan. Here's what we'll do. This is, I agree with you. This is the thing here. I, I think backwards compatibility is coming via Project Spartacus. I think that uh, it'll be interesting to see how they do it. Obviously, PS3 trophies popping, if you're new around here, isn't a big deal because obviously PS3 games had trophies, so it would just be bringing them in. It's a weird glitch with the PlayStation yeah. 4 business. And even if uh, you played them on PS Now, they would still show up in your trophy list uh, under PS3. And stuff exactly. Like that. So what does this all mean? Grain of salt kind of thing. I do think that Spartacus is going to do this. I am excited to see what Spartacus could be, but I feel like on PS I Love You and this show, we've kind of talked Spartacus as a rumor to death. So yeah, Gary, you don't care. Everyone knows I, I mean, I, 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 mean I don't either. care. I don't care much. I do think that I'm excited about the idea of Sony going to a Game Pass type service. And I think, you know, if they're going to take leaves out of uh, Microsoft's book, you know, Microsoft's done great, great work with um, backwards compatibility. I still enjoy playing SSX3, which was, you know, an original Xbox title uh, on my uh, Xbox Series X. They did a beautiful job remastering it. And I think PlayStation 3, you know, even though it was kind of a duff, you know, you know, it wasn't it wasn't Sony's best generation out of the five that they've had so far. Um, there's a bunch of great games on PlayStation 3 that you know are worth revisiting or discovering for the first time. And if there's a way for Sony to make those available digitally at a reasonable price, I'm all for it. Yeah, this is of course fixing like a thing you can't believe that the PlayStation 5 doesn't have this backwards compatibility, especially when you look at I the know. competitor. When you look at the competitive competition that is Xbox and how they have been able to fucking crush this and you know make it yeah. so easy to play everything and make them play better than before you and really i really do hope that they've them, solved you know. this yeah, yeah with you know the frame rate boost stuff that they're doing microsoft's been making a lot of really good moves in the in the backward compatibility uh world and it is it is an area where um i think sony would would do well to catch up and so if it's part of this part of this effort, I, I applaud that I applaud the fact that you called that out. I'm glad to see you have your eyes on the prize. There is a breaking story from Blizzard, ladies and gentlemen, but we'll get to that after I tell you about patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Over on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, you can write in to be part of the show. You can get the show ad-free, and you can get it with the exclusive post show we do each and every weekday. However, you're not watching on Patreon right now, Jack, so here's a word about our sponsors. When it comes to getting a good night's sleep, there's only one thing you need a good mattress. Forget all those gimmicks like mattress toppers and weighted blankets. If your mattress is terrible, your sleep is going to be terrible. So get the only thing you truly need, a purple mattress. Only purple mattresses have the Gel Flex Grid. It's a super stretchy, ultra squishy material that adapts and flexes around pressure points and doesn't retain heat. How do I know? Well, I talked to a young man named Timothy Geddes, and Timothy swears by the purple pillow. Then, on top of that, he used to have a roommate named Joey Noel who swore by her purple mattress. That's that's right. Kind of funny sleeping all over this purple stuff and loving every minute of it. Uh, getting a great night's sleep starts with having a great mattress. Get a purple mattress. Go to purple.com slash kindoffunny and use the code kindoffunny. For a limited time, you can get 10% off any order of $200 or more. That's purple.com slash kindoffunny. Code kindoffunny for 10% off any order of $200 or more. That's purple.com slash kindoffunny. Promo code kindoffunny. Terms apply. 
There are a ton of worthwhile goals to set for yourself this year, and personally, learning a new language with Babbel is at the top of my list. Babbel is the addictively fun, fast, and easy language learning app that has sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Greg, and as you know, I'm in love with a French-Canadian named Jean-Vier Saint-Ange. And uh, Jen, of course, uh, first language is French. She learned English later on, and I've been trying to learn French, but I keep falling off. I've got Babbel on my phone. I'm ready to do it in 2022. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. You can choose from 14 different languages like Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. I could probably use that for English. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use the promo code KINDAFUNNY, all one word. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code KINDAFUNNY, Babbel, language for life. Man, you look back at that old footage and I had two working eyes. Felt great. Looked great. Didn't even know. You don't know how good you have it until one of your eyes explodes. Uh, the breaking news, Gary, reads like this. There has been a tweet over on the internet from the one and the only Blizzard Entertainment that says, we're building a survival game in an all-new universe. Join us in writing our next chapter, and then it links to the following. Blizzard is embarking on our next quest. We are going on a journey to a whole new universe, home to a brand new survival game for PC and console. A place full of heroes we have yet to meet, stories yet to be told, and adventures yet to be lived. A vast realm of possibility waiting to be explored. Every story needs a teller, and every world needs builders. What if you could, I'm sorry, what if that could be you? For 30 years, Blizzard, Blizzard has been creating universes for millions of players around the globe. This requires a diverse team of developers willing to lend their voices to listen and to, to listen and to be heard. That is our mission. Do you like survival games? Do you want to join a collaborative team of experienced developers at the early stage of a new project in a new world? Dot, dot, dot. And help write the next chapter of Blizzard's history. Uh, this is your call to adventure. Will you answer it? My favorite is that it's called Unannounced Survival Game. and people We are, are announcing like, a video game. It's called Unannounced Survival and Game. And everybody what? is like, but you just announced it. It's announced. You know? Gary, what I need to know is, are you clicking on the link to put in your application? Uh, no, I did, I did already. Um, I, I dropped a tweet to the, uh, to the guy that's doing the, um, the head of the studio that's doing the Star Wars strategy game. Okay. And he said, and he just sent back a generic thing going, oh, the link for the job posting <laughs> will be put up in a few hours. So, you know, I guess. Uh, Wait a second. You told me not to actually go out there and stuff. No, I, was, no, I responded. I didn't like make a tweet. I just responded to the guy on Twitter saying, uh, do you need any writers? And he just wrote back. Uh, oh, he has no job idea posting for writers you know will be up in a few hours. This is so. the problem with these yeah. PC dorks over there. You know what I mean? They don't know who they're talking to. They don't know they're talking oh, to. I'm not, I mean, I'm not suggesting here. that. I'm just telling you what he said. Um, where were we? Uh, oh, yes, yeah, so on the Blizzard thing. So, look, I love Blizzard, even though, you know, they've taken their lumps uh, in all kinds of ways over the, uh, over the, over the last few years. Uh, you know, still one of, to me, to my mind, still, you know, kind of one of the great gaming companies. Um, they brought us some of the, some of the best, um, you know, things in gaming, whether it be Diablo, Starcraft, Warcraft, you know, Overwatch. There's so much, they make so much good stuff. And I believe that they can be that company again. And, you know, it's very rare for them to announce something totally new. I mean, what the last thing was what Overwatch, right? They don't, they don't, you know, they're not announcing like new things all the time. So when they do, it's an in, immediately kind of headline, headline grabbing news, especially in a different genre for them. Survival is something they haven't really done before. Sure. Um, and so let me ask you this. I don't know if this is like, to, I don't know if this is unrealistic, but like this, this, this news comes what, like a week or so after 
literally the, a week the acquisition do you, yeah. I mean, is it too, is it too soon to think that this is the first evidence of the shackles coming off under the new management? Oh, the, I definitely know, think that's too soon. I, I mean, you know how you are. Like, for them to green lit this, it's not like you. You know better than me too. They they would have been. I don't know. I mean, these they would have been in pre production on this quickly. game for a while. In part terms of, of like, part of part of the problem that Blizzard has had, you know, reportedly is that you know under the Activision um uh ownership they've been very kind of boxed in in terms of just keep doing the same shit that you do that makes money uh we don't want to do anything you know too outside of the box or whatever uh but then you know they're acquired by a new company and then they and then they very soon after that do something that they hardly ever do which is announce a totally new uh type of uh of game um sure. so the person in the chat said gary thinks they started making this game 10 hours ago go fuck yourself obviously they've been making the game for a long time the point is they're now or the, the point is that in the past week they could have been authorized to move forward with it chat is well, so keep fucking how fucking stupid is your chat sometimes greg i just whoa whoa just, whoa just there two, are two our seconds chat, sir just think you're two here seconds every day suckling at the just, kind of funny just nipple just two seconds before you fucking press send you can save yourself so much grief Anyways, uh, I still think they wouldn't be able to because you figure like, you know, it's not like Xbox can tell them or at, uh, approve or do anything for it. Right. That's not how it works. So I think they have to go business as usual independently. And I think they were already getting close to this. I do. Yeah, think and, that's, and that's why I said it probably is just a coincidence. I'm just sure. I'm just I'm asking the question because it is it is very coincidental, isn't it? Like those two big, two big things to do with Blizzard happened in a very short time frame acquired by Microsoft, and then they announced a new game. And it is entirely coincidence. I find it interesting, of course, home to a brand new survival game for PC and console. There's one console there, and it's going to be Xbox. This is definitely the kind of, this is the exact kind of thing you would do that you wouldn't put on PlayStation, that you'd want, that Phil would want to keep just to Xbox Game Pass, just to Xbox exclusive. And I think that would be, obviously, another feather in their cap for Xbox moving forward. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. and it's clear, they, 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 they said right out ahead, this is for PC and console don't forget as we said last last week on the show P the blizzard has historically always been a pc first company some of their titles have come to console but you know many of their biggest have been exclusive on you know warcraft starcraft etc have been only on pc but i think one of the things that we um talked about last week was that under microsoft's management you're going to see blizzard pivot to being more of a console company for sure or a yeah, multi-platform sure. company at least we shall wait and see blizzard doing stuff Blizzard always in trouble. Blizzard bought by Xbox. <laughs> Blizzard making a console game. This is breaking. We'll see. I, I, you're not going to see anything soon on this, obviously, as they're still like looking for everyone to make it. But now it will be talked about at every BlizzCon going forward forever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Officially number three on the Roper Report. Now technically number four. Uh, Uncharted four and Lost. Uncharted four and Uncharted Lost Legacy saves carry over. This is Eddie over at Gamespot. Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection releases on PlayStation Five this week, and Sony has now clarified a key detail about it, and it's good news. Your PS4 game saves for Uncharted four and Lost Legacy will carry over uh, to the new PlayStation Five bundle along with your trophies. Uh, an FAQ confirms uh, and explains how it works. Players need to select story, import game from PS4 from the main menu you to import save data slash trophies to ps5 so if you started uncharted 4 or lost legacy and never finished you can pick up right where you left off with the ps5 version people who already own uncharted 4 lost legacy or the lost legacy digital bundle can upgrade to the lost legacy digital version for ten dollars when it releases january 28th additionally uh those who buy or upgrade to the legacy of thieves collection from the playstation store will get a free ticket to see uncharted the uncharted movie starring tom holland this offer is good february 3rd 2022 uh at Oh, until February 3rd, 2022, uh, the movie arrives February 18th. 
A PC edition of the Legacy of Thieves collection is on its way as well, and Naughty Dog said it will have plenty of updates and quotes to share on the project soon. Another one, I don't know how much there is to talk about, Gary, other than number one, this is good news that it carries over. Number two, I love the fact you can just turn it on and pop your trophies again. That's another platinum for me now. Mm-hmm, Uncharted 4 again. Mm-hmm, Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Never platinum lost legacy. Uh, and then number three, again, like just the ridiculousness of how PlayStation 5 has to do all this stuff. Story, import game to PS4. Like, you know what I mean? Import your save data. It's like, oh my God. Xbox, you just turn it on. There it is. I know. Why does it have to be that difficult? Because of how broken the back end is. Yeah. And they, they didn't plan for this, but people keep buying them. Well, they didn't, they didn't plan for PlayStation 5, you mean? They didn't plan to do a PlayStation 5? I don't think that's they planned on having them talk to each other surprise. Yeah, they, they thought PS4 was oh, it. Oh, fuck, we're doing they, another one? They listened to the IGN podcast I used to do during the PS3 era where we were all like, oh, one more console generation, and then it's over. It's done. Consoles are dead. Oh. We were wrong as always, but nobody has any. Nobody remembers the past, so you can just say whatever you want, and then nobody holds you accountable. I'm excited to play because I, I loved Uncharted Four. I never played Lost Legacy, so this really? is a great, great opportunity for me to play it. Yeah, and it's like, are you nice actually going to get into it? Are you going to play it? Sure, of course. Okay, good. Well, you didn't play it the first time. You don't act like it's like a foregone conclusion. You, you know, there's a, there's a lot of great games that I want to play, but I haven't had time to play. But this I is a great brother. this is a great opportunity to play it now, and you know, and it's all been spruced up, and looking forward to it. Yep. Uh, number four on the Roper Report, there might be some more union busting happening over at Raven. We go to Luke Plunkett over at Kotaku. It was only a few days ago that 34 quality assurance testers at Raven, one of the studios working exclusively on the Call of Duty series, formed the first ever union among Activision Blizzard employees. Today, management has responded to their success with some changes, breaking up the members of the union. As Polygon's uh, Nicole Carpenter reports on Twitter, earlier today, Raven studio head Brian Raffle emailed all staff about an organizational change that takes the now-organized QA team, uh, who have only just returned to work, having been on strike for seven weeks, and splits them up, spreading them across the rest of the workplace. Uh, I parsed down the letter to these two paragraphs. As we look ahead at the ongoing expansion of Call of Duty Warzone, it's more important than ever that we foster tighter integration and coordination across the studio. Embedding will allow allow just for this, because again, they're breaking up the QA team, embedding them in different teams throughout the thing. Embedding will allow for this. Firstly, our move to embed our QA teams has been carefully considered and is the next logical step in the plan process that began several months ago. Secondly, we're confident that the embedded model, which is the best practice used at other prominent development studios across Activision, will continue better continue to better position our team to deliver best-in-class coordination in fast-moving live services operation. I look forward to the studio operating more creatively, effectively, and efficiently than ever before. I'm also excited that this change will create increased opportunities for our QA team members to further develop their skills and grow their careers at the studio. Back to the article here from Luke. The concept of embedded QA, where testers are integrated within the rest of a studio's workforce, as as Raven is doing here, is not a new one and is increasingly common across major development studios. Bioware, for example, has been doing it for years. The timing here is certainly interesting, though. Like how these long-planned changes, months in the making, are kicking kicking in for QA staff almost at the exact moment they've returned to work from the strike and will immediately break up the members of the union and scatter them across the studio. Now, of course, this could have been in the progress. As Luke points out, maybe this has been happening on the road for a while or whatever. Nicole Carpenter added this to her tweet thread that I pulled in here as context too. To be approved, unions have to prove, quote, community of interest, i.e. a group of workers with shared categorization, for lack of a better word. Sectioned off as holy QA made Raven's unit clear. This may complicate that. Have asked Activision for clarification, Nicole uh, said at the time of reporting. 
doesn't seem like it's something that like this when you put that context on it when you look at this whole like just fucking leave him alone like you know what i mean how many times you have to step on the rake about this as uh ravens and activision and everybody else as you do this like i don't know it doesn't pass muster for me capitalism keeps going baby Gary, I don't think it passes mustard. I don't. I, I don't buy that. Oh, it's been coming a long time. So this is, and it just ha- It just happened to happen after their six week strike. After they finally get back in the office. Yeah, I don't know enough about how QA works to, to kind of you know speak intelligently or confidently on point, it. I've definitely heard of this um, a bunch of different. I mean, times. I, I I think it is fairly standard practice, and I and I think that it makes again the little the little as I know about kind of the inner workings of game development. It seems like it would make sense to have your Q and A people like integrated with the dev team rather yep. than just like sh- you know, stuck over in a in a separate building, which you know has is often the case or at least has been. At the same time, you know, we were just talking about coincidence, right? And I, I, this could be a coincidence, but we have all been trained over the past several years to develop a very very healthy um, cynical attitude towards anything that comes out of Activision uh, Blizzard these days. And yeah, the idea that oh, we're gonna uh, right, right at the point, like unionization is all about strength in numbers, right? And collective action. So it's like, well, we're going to take your little collective and physically scatter it. Um, I mean, obviously, I don't know how much that can really do. They can still organize online. They can still they can still meet together. They're just not, you know, sitting in a. They're not together like all the time. But um, so I don't know. My 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 suspicious radar is not like super high on this one. But it, but to the degree that it is, it's purely because it's Activision, and you just can't fucking trust anything exactly. they do these days uh moondoggy82 in the chat says but if the employees are still q a doesn't it doesn't matter their place uh it doesn't matter qa it doesn't matter way where he means they are placed they're still qa so still in the union again that sounds right here's the thing i'm saying i'm i'm not again all i'm saying is this whole thing looks mm, weird and i'm saying yes you and me talking as human beings understand they're breaking up the QA, the QA team to put them in different things to make it work better. That makes sense. That's been there before. It just seems suspicious as they are the first group to unionize yeah. that you split them up. And then how many times you the fucking EULA agreements we all signed, the TOS kind of shit, what Nicole Harper is calling out here. I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised if there's some legal fucking bullshit that is going to be like, oh, well, actually – we the union was approved before because of this, but you're you're over there, you're over with graphic design. Honestly, you know, nothing, nothing, oh, nothing would surprise me. We know that Activision would we wish we could of, help you of, of treading the, the the depths of appalling behavior. Listen, you know me; I'm a union man. I'm very, very pro union, and um, I would love. I've actually been very, very encouraged to see um, what seems to be like the first real green shoots of like unions starting to kind of break through. Sure. in the video game industry and I, I hope we get to a point in the near future where it's just the standard if you work for really any um uh certainly a major developer or a publisher in in, in video game development or production um uh, then you should be in a union and you should have all the all, all the protections that a union uh provides so much of so much of what we hear about you know crunch and you know and harassment and shitty fucking um treatment of people you know that are on the front lines of game development not all not all but a lot of that a lot of that would be prevented if we had a robust uh union structure uh protecting employees we will of course keep our eye on this raven situation now they're back to working what this actually turns out to do maybe nothing maybe something who knows and then uh, you know it all eventually it'll all be solved because uh, phil spencer's gonna come in here and he's gonna fix everything isn't that right barrett nope 
Rock. All right. Number five on the Roper Report and final for the day, The Rock is making another video game movie, but he can't say what it is. We go to Hope Bellingham over at Games Radar. Thank you for this Doom poster, Barrett. <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson has said that he's working on bringing, quote, one of the biggest, most badass games to the screen, end quote, in a new movie. In an interview with Men's Journal, Johnson was asked if he had any plans to bring video game characters to the big screen, to which he replied, quote, I can't tell you which game in particular we're, we're doing, uh, but there will be an announcement this year before adding that, quote, we're going to bring one of the biggest, most badass games to the screen, one that I've played for years, end quote. Johnson explained how he plans to, quote, do right by our, do right by our gamer friends, but that, quote, really, we're just going to make a great movie. In terms of what game the actor is talking about, there's a whole bunch of possibilities. However, if you're wondering what kind of games The Rock enjoys in his downtime, elsewhere in the interview, he confirmed that he's always been a big Madden fan. Gary, are you writing this video game movie for The Rock? No, I have I have um, developed stuff uh, for Dwayne back in the day. I actually worked uh, briefly on a on a version of the Borderlands movie that he was attached to at the time. That was many years ago. Mm -hmm. He, um, uh, you know, his 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 love of video games is legit, right? And and, oh, yeah. and he's and he's put he's put that into a lot of the projects uh, that he's that he's done. You know, we know he did Doom. He did you know Rampage. You know, he was involved in all that Fortnite stuff uh recently and you know he's looked at all kinds of other video games the interesting thing about this is it could be literally anything right because you once he's attached to it the size of the i mean he's saying it's one of the biggest games so it probably is but like he could attach himself to even like a, a tiny little indie game and it's going to get greenlit and made because the rock is the part is, is the compelling part of that equation so it's going to be a big game but it really it honestly really could be anything. He's been attached on it's and off Fortnite. to Spy Hunter over the years, many, many uh, times. It, there's every there's every chance it's Fortnite. You know, I mean, I've I've been waiting for the announcement on a Fortnite uh, feature film or on a TV show for a while now. There's just lock too much. of the world. It's every Fortnite. every day they don't make that move, they're leaving money on the table. And, and that's so, a, and I think you uh, if you can quote you can mark this bookmark it do whatever you can throw it in my face. Not that anyone will care or remember. And I'll of course have one eye when you see this. Uh, but it's the idea that like Fortnite continues to be the biggest thing you know donald mustard who's you know the face of fortnite and out there doing all stuff i mean he knows the russos uh he's in uh, Endgame. uh you know it's that fortnite has already broken through into pop culture movies and it's the biggest thing going where else could it go it could go to the movie theater and i think as fortnite has already been a comic book uh, i'm sure they're working on an animated series at some point like there's so much i'm sure in development for fortnite that it makes sense i think that this movie is fortnite and of course it makes yeah sense. it's, it's inevitable show, and, the rock yeah. is in fortnite like it would if make I perfect to, sense to embed this if i if i had to put my money on on something it would it would be that mother three i don't think so i don't think it's gonna be mother three but uh, i Terry hope so cruz knows about mother three i i feel like you know the rock uh probably knows about mother three you know we'll see I can't wait to see what this movie with The Rock is, ladies and gentlemen, even though I'm telling you it's Fortnite, don't worry about it. But that movie is so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say, what game did the mama grab ships? Where would I go, Gary? The official list of upcoming software on each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah! Out today! The Artful Escape on PS5 and Switch. Yay! Mortal Online 2 on PC. Cannibal Cuisine on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X slash S slash 1. Uh, Reverie Knight's Tactics on PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Serious Sam Siberian Mayhem on PC. Uh, Super Animal Royale is dropping an egg-citing new weapon alongside its Lunar New Year update releasing today at noon. Paper Dolls 2 has released on the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. 
new dates for you. Not Tonight 2 launches on February 11th on Steam later this year on console. Workshop Simulator is launching on PC and consoles on March 10th. Mm. Little Orpheus for PC and consoles is coming March 1st. Kamikaze Veggies is coming to Steam February 15th. Fit Fox is launching on Steam March 31st. And then Apex Legends Defiance arrives on February 8th. If that wasn't enough news for you, uh, we got your NVIDIA GeForce update. As you know, we've partnered with NVIDIA to keep you updated on all the latest GeForce RTX additions to your favorite games, from ray tracing to NVIDIA DLSS to NVIDIA Reflex. Uh, Today, Grit is a Wild West battle royale that's entering early access uh, with NVIDIA DLSS and Reflex. Uh, If you ride into action on a GeForce RTX GPU, activate NVIDIA DLSS in the options menu to boost performance by up to 60% at 4K. Grit adds the system latency reducing nvidia reflex uh, tech as an option in your menu as well activate reflex so your quick draw is lightning fast gary we ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games to go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and podcast services around the globe um hero 5700 keeps us honest and says while raven qa have declared themselves a union they are not officially recognized the next step towards unionization would be to hold elections and have the results certified by the nlrb breaking them up like breaking them up like this might complicate these plans yes i'm sorry if we didn't clarify that enough that's what we were talking about and what nicole was talking about in her tweet of you know the fact that they need to have the same uh, definition by lack of a better term and that this would complicate that and do it so that's the concern sorry if i didn't drive that home enough in the point ladies and gentlemen that's another episode of kind of funny games daily believe it or not uh tomorrow your host is going to be andy and blessing thursday it's going to be me and tim and then friday it will be blessing and tam if that wasn't enough kind of funny goodness for you guess what on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games right after this uh andy and nick are playing army of two they are playing Army of Two, the hot new game, Army of Two. I don't know if that's correct. Why did it, when did that change? That's not what Snowbike Mike told me this morning when he said he was still sick. He he gave me a little. He went cough cough. I don't well, feel. Well, Andy's sending me his feet right now, and it doesn't look like that. Oh, you're right. No, I don't. I'm sorry. They're take. They're playing. They're finishing. It takes two. Yeah. All right, sorry. You know what Why would they be playing fucking Army of Two? I don't know. Because Mike plays their weirdos. Weekend because they're he, fucking you know, weirdos, yeah. Gary. I don't know. We have no control over them. And it sucks. And I hate it. And they're weird. And my eye hurts. If that's not enough, Gary and I are going to do a post show. Patreon.com slash kind of funny games. You can get that later. Of course, if you're listening to this way later and you want to see it takes two get finished up by Nick and Andy, you can catch that on YouTube.com slash kind of funny plays. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been kind of funny games daily each and every weekday and a variety of platforms. We run you through the nerdy video game news. You need to know about you like that. Patreon.com slash kind of funny games for all the exclusive goodies. You don't like that. No big deal. YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. Like subscribe, share podcast services around the globe. Please subscribe, like share, do the whole thing. If you got the Spotify app, you can go in there now and you can rate the things that way and yada, yada, yada. You know, the whole rigmarole until next time. I've been Greg. That's been Gary. And you've been KFAF'd. And now it's post-show time. How are you doing, Gary? Yeah, I'm all right. How are you? Can't complain. You know what I mean? Talking games with my good friend, Gary Wood. Having a great I mean, time. It doesn't get much better than that. I played a little yeah. bit of Rainbow Six Extraction over the weekend. I enjoyed oh, yeah, that. you played with Car, right? I played with Khalif and uh, Chastity. What do you think? Um, yeah, I, enjoy, it's a, I like that it. it's a different kind of vibe for that type of game. Usually those games are about just like, you know, finding a way through hordes of enemies. This is much more kind of slow paced, tactical, methodical. You got to think about your next move. It almost feels like 
almost like a little bit like XCOM, but like real time. Sure. Um, and it and it also takes me back, honestly, to like the actually the very very. I don't know if you're old, if you are old enough to even fucking remember this, but the original Rainbow Six game that came out like in the mid '90s, that it was like it was all hostage rescue stuff, and you had to plan out your mission ahead of time, and it was very tactical. It was very um you know methodically you had, to, you had to plan and think about what you were going to do it wasn't just like you know running through the building uh killing people it kind of feels like a return to like the original old school roots of rainbow six but you know with this kind of cool sci-fi layer i like the aesthetic all the kind of the yellow and black kind of you know color scheme that it sure. has. it's just cool i like it yeah i played a lot of it last week uh on stream and then just with the guys in general i had a great time with it i was surprised i didn't have expectations for that but yeah, I guess bringing over the mechanics and stuff from Siege, a game that I know people adore and I just never played. Obviously, that should be impressive to a noob like me to get in there. Do do you think it has legs? Do you think, or is it kind of like Aliens was for you, where you're gonna play it for a little bit and then just bounce? It? Who can who can say? Um, no, nothing really has legs for me these days. I'm always like, you know, I, I I don't have enough free time to like really commit to anything, like to build sure. up enough of a kind of like momentum like oh this is the game i'm playing now i just want to play play something and move on to the next thing plus you know it's it's always tricky um you know you can't just play whenever you want you gotta you gotta round extraction is really a game that you don't want to play by yourself and you don't want to play with pickups like if you're going to play it sure, and enjoy it sure. you've got to play with like full voice comms with people that you're familiar with otherwise you, you've got no chance so like even just getting that one game that i played with car and chastity over the weekend that took like a you know a little while to set up to get everyone just like sure. available to play at the same time so it's tricky that's the thing about multiplayer gaming especially as we get older right and get more and more mm -hmm. responsibilities it gets to be such a, a difficult yeah like thing. you texted to, me you're like you want you want to join us for extraction i, I was like to, mid teardown of like 100 cardboard boxes and i'm like i gotta do this and take care of the baby and then yeah. after that i gotta play it for review i gotta i gotta plan my games around like the baby's nap schedule you know sure, and then sure. if i'm needed i have to be able to like drop it's tough for me like any game where i can hit pause it's fine but if i'm playing with other people yep. i'm always slightly you know nervous because anything can i might have to drop out at the drop of a hat you know that was the hat. the heartbreaker and i'm not even making a bit here about when avengers dropped spider-man in the raid where I was like, okay, cool, but like I couldn't roll with my, I couldn't roll with Sean Norton and Goldfarb and Tam and all them, right? Because I was like, you guys don't understand, I could play for three hours in a row, or I'm playing in two minute chunks. I was there was mm -hmm. like one section of Far Cry where it was like I was literally, all right, sit back down, hit it. Oh, they need something. Get up, go do it. Come back yep. ten minutes later, fifteen minutes, thirty minutes later. Play two more minutes. Have to go away, do something. It's like, yeah, it's such a hodgepodge, uh, hit or miss thing. What about now? And, and I understand it's hard for you to get it, and this is like so tied to your job. What about for Leah? Like, you know, your wife, uh, obviously your baby mama. Like, is she able to get any video game time? Because like she plays games. Like she, I don't games. think. I think the only game that she spent any real time playing since the baby was born was Unpacking, which she found very uh, calming. And she's very excited about Horizon um, Forbidden, Forbidden West. West. Yeah. I think yeah, the plan is that that is like once the baby, the baby goes down around, around about like 7.30, 8-ish. Yeah. And then once she's asleep, the rest of the evening is our own. And, and uh, you know, she can, I think she's fully, fully um, planning to, to de uh, dedicate her, her free time in the evenings to Forbidden West as soon as that drops. Nice. Nice. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Good times ahead. It is a good time. I got Dying Light 2. I need to look at that. Um, yeah, yeah. I got a bunch of stuff I need to check out. Dying Light 2, man. Yeah. I'm excited for you to play some of that. I'm excited to be able to talk about that. That's uh, mm -hmm. I, We can confirm we're reviewing it, of course, that we're working on it. And the review is next week. Uh, next Wednesday will be your games cast on that one. Very exciting. Yeah, like I said, yeah. Lost Legacy. Um, there's a ton of stuff on there. Oh, I was going to say, Barry, you can confirm you've been playing that, but it's actually Roger now running the post show. Hey, Roger. Hey, how you doing? I've been playing good. it. 
Right. We can't talk about it though. You can just yeah, confirm. Yeah. 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 Say, Tomorrow like, there'll be stuff yeah, about yeah. it. There'll be stuff about it. Tomorrow. Uh, Raj, what are you excited for? What's your next big game? I don't know, man. I, I'm in that. I'm in that space right now where I'm just playing a lot of old games. Like, like I, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing Metal Wolf uh, Chaos XD, which is that uh, from software game where he plays the president. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, it's very good. It's very good. But I, I've just been like, I'm playing Windjammers two a lot. That game. Oh, nice. That game is something. It's hard as hell. Windjammers, I, baby. I've never played the first one. Never even seen the first one. But this game is is something. I, I'm really obsessed with it. So, I'm yeah, excited. That, I, I love. I love a little bit of Windjammers. Yeah, I think you'll love it. It's, it's a. It's. It's just a. I've been trying to convince all my friends to pick it up and get get on Game Pass and play it. But uh, that's been that's been really taking up a lot of my time. It's not a great game to play at, in, at nighttime before you go to bed because I get very angry, very upset about it. But it's good. It's a good time. <laughs> it's a good time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll tell you what. I have too many games to play for work, but then mm. not work. Even though it's kind of work, I want to play that Pokemon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm playing Dying Light Two review, then obviously Horizon review. Pokemon, I'm not worried about reviewing, but I, I want to play the Pokemon. So, what was the latest? Sense. So, the word on Pokemon, the, the new Pokemon, is it? Might Yesterday be good? seems good. Yeah, the uh, Japanese journalist liked what they played, and then Laura Kate Dale was uh, out with a, a copy that broke street date in UK, and she she, she says it's great. Yeah, my kid's going to be excited about that. Yeah, 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 I'm excited about it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Those are games we're excited for. Games. All right. I got to go to the eye doctor, see if they can fix this. Oh, see you next time. <laughs> Talk bye to bye you later. Bye. bye. <laughs>